You're listening to Dan Talks, where we sit down with musician Dan Zinn to talk about his latest album, Day of Reckoning. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm here with Dan Zinn to discuss his new record, Day of Reckoning. Hi, Dan. How are you? Great. How are you? And hi, everybody. I'm doing well. Well, if you've missed our first couple of episodes, we've been going through Day of Reckoning, each song one by one, and just kind of getting more information from Dan about how the song was written, um, what inspired him to write the music, and really sort of getting some fun stories and nuggets of information about these tunes. So Dan, for those of us that are just tuning in now, can you give us a little refresher on the record? Yes, once again... um... Day of Reckoning, 10 songs, nine are my own compositions, and uh, one is Blame It On My Youth, a great jazz standard. And the one we're going to listen to today is called Brave New World. So let's jump right into Brave New World. So first, why don't you tell us if you've had any inspiration for this song? Um, As a lot of my songs go, I picked up my saxophone for this one. Sometimes I whistled. This one, I picked up my sax. I pulled out my phone. I hit voice memo, and I actually played the entire song from beginning to end. So the melody you hear came out in one fell swoop. Um, I went down. I wrote it down, went to the piano, made chords, and voila, Brave New World. Wow. So I noticed... A lot of your songs do have melodies. How does your writing process or kind of how these songs come to you um, translate to these melodies? Well, I want people to be able to follow the, the music. And I myself like melodies. So a lot of times in jazz, people have a hard time following things because they can't sing the song. And then when the improv- improvisation happens, people get lost and... And so oftentimes people will say they hate jazz. So I'm trying to give a good anchor. And I think a good anchor is have a good beat and have a song, a melody that can stick in your head. So that's what I've tried to do here. Um, So the melody is just a, a key focal point, key component, key kind of bring you back um into into what's happening. And, you know, hopefully... The song will end and you can walk away whistling the melody, which is a lot of times how I write it, just whistling a melody. So I always start with a melody, try to find a groove that goes along with that. Um, And I'm pretty much always writing from that perspective. So specifically for Brave New World, what piece of the song is your favorite? Um, probably the very opening, there's a opening piano vamp that happens. And in my mind, um, actually when I wrote the song and started, you know, getting it all on piano and everything, I kind of wanted a Steely Dan vibe, the great pop band. Those guys were also into jazz, but took the, they would take some of the harmony of jazz, but it was certainly pop music, but I tried to take that kind of vibe. And then when I described it to the guys in the band, that's why I said, I want Steely Dan, and then halfway through, it breaks into this John Coltrane kind of vamp thing. And so then it's much more heavy hitting jazz. So it's actually a lot of weird key changes. And, you know, it's a, a pretty simple tune. Um, 
but it's deceptively simple. It's not actually that easy to play. Um, there's a lot of kind of weird things happening, but it's like a mix of the Steely Dan kind of vibe and the John Coltrane vibe and just trying to go out there and have a good time with it. So you all played this song live before it was recorded a couple of times, right? Yes, this one was played live um, by this band. I've actually played it with some other groups as well to sort of break it in and see how it how it went. Um, so probably the version you're hearing is maybe the fourth time we had played it, something like that. Took a couple takes. This is the one we liked. Um, and I think there's a good... Um, well, those guys, the musicians in the band are just so excellent at somehow knowing exactly what I want. So there's kind of the pop vibe. Taylor just has great piano voicings that make it sound kind of like a pop tune, but certainly it's jazz. Um, and then we're hitting it pretty hard as well. So when it gets to the solos, we're kind of ripping it up. But um, I think just by the nature of how these guys play, and Mark's just really killing on drums. Um but also it's grooving as well. So these guys kind of intuitively don't really have to say much. It just comes out being exactly how I how I would want it. And how was the song different when you played it with other groups? Um, I hate to say, but just not nearly as good. <laughs> um, because the level of musicianship in, in this band, um, Mark, Zach, and Taylor are just they're just transcendent kind of musicians. So. It, um, the quality, the energy. I don't have to say anything. Usually I, I feel frustrated that I'm not getting exactly what I want. Um, but here it's, this is exactly what I want. So I can do it. I can play how I want to play without having to force things. So how um, did the name Brave New World kind of match up with this song? No idea. <laughs> I, I wrote it and that's the name that popped into my head. No um, it has no reference to the great novel or anything. I'm just, it just sort of had that feel to me, this <laughs> sort of majestic in your face. Let's blaze the world forward. Let's blaze forward, everybody. And this song is number five. So it's exactly halfway through the album. Is there any significance to that about how it flows with the rest of the songs? There actually is. So when I play this live, a lot of times it's the opener or an opener of one of the sets. And so I kind of looked at the first four tunes as sort of a, a thing. And then I wanted to restart again in the middle of the CD with this one. A new world. A new world, brave new world. So I almost started the CD with this, but I thought Day of Reckoning might be a little more forceful. And then the ballad brings it down and then we restart again and the, and the the rest of the tunes all seem to go together in, a, in a, another sort of... So it's sort of like a, a set break. And this is the start of set number two, I would say. So what sort of do you want the listener to feel or think as they listen to this song? Of course, I want everybody to like it. Um, it's got a, a you know good, strong swing jazz beat to it. But it, also there's a modern pop quality I think with the with the harmony the chord changes and some really hard blowing um, strong uh, sort of uh, romantic style I guess soloing where you you know we're just we're going for it so I guess I want people to take the energy from that um, at the same time just 
you know, enjoy the melody and the, the chords that go along with it. Um, so kind of about that energy, when you all came into the studio together, I know we talked about um, how you weren't sort of isolated. Everyone was there yeah, together. Well, yeah. How did that sort of affect this tune? Well, it affects it because we're in a room. It's like a live recording. See, a lot of times when people do studio records, they go on with the idea that things are going to be fixed. We're going to redo. It's called putting down a rough. We'll put this down. A lot of times musicians will go home and then fix stuff in the comfort of their own home. So this is not that. This is us playing. And uh, so you get the energy. Also, a lot of times people need the audience to play energetic. And we just cut loose anyway. We went wild and crazy which sometimes happen in a studio, but a lot of times you want to play it safe because you don't want to mess up. So you're trying to, you know, hold back, play controlled. And I didn't personally do that. I just sort of let it rip. Um, and I think everybody else did that as well. Would you say that that's a unique experience for you as a musician? Well, I think I oftentimes let it rip, but, um, Maybe in a studio, yeah, because you want to have things sound good and be controlled and be in tune and and all this sort of thing. But sometimes you just got to let it go and, and take a chance. And I think a lot of the songs we did that. Well, I can't wait for all of you listeners to hear it. So we're going to play Brave New World next. Um, any advice for our listeners before they... T- Listen. <laughs> Any advice? Um, hold on. Hold and on. Have a good time. And here's some swinging jazz. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you join us next time as we continue to go through Day of Reckoning, tune by tune. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Dan Talks with Dan Zinn. You can tune into the next episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. Don't forget to subscribe. And here's Dan's song, Brave New World.